It's Tuesday, September 7th, 2010. I want America to have the best infrastructure in the world. Obama calls for rebuilding America's roads, railways, and runways. BP's blowout preventer raised from the deep, and oil is found in oyster beds. A climate change skeptic reverses course, plus the coctopus. Billionaires try to stop California's landmark global warming law. All of that and more, as if that's not enough, straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. We're talking roads, we're talking bridges, we're talking dams, levees. But we're also talking a a smart electric grid that can bring clean energy to new areas. We're talking about high-speed rail lines. Wow, that's a whole lot of talking, Mr. President. Now, how about that whole action thing? Yep, we're back from vacation. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, welcome back to the grid. Yes, you too. We had a uh, we had a great vacation camping up there in Flaming Gorge on the edge of the canyon, right in the middle of the Uinta Mountains. It was beautiful. Saw moose, deer, bighorn sheep that had recently been uh, reseeded into the region, peregrine falcons. Uh, it was a beautiful time. Yes, always good to support your national park system. Yeah, good point. National park system set up in no small part by Teddy Roosevelt, that pinko, liberal, commie, leftist, Republican Republican president who uh, understood what our national treasures were about and how they needed to be conserved for generations. Thank you, T.R., What do you have for us today, Des? Well, in the BP oil disaster in the Gulf, Labor Day marked the end of summer and the end of the lost summer tourism season on the Gulf Coast. Some Mississippi commercial fishermen report finding oil in Mississippi oyster beds just days after federal officials reopened those waters to commercial fishing. The blowout preventer, which failed to prevent the blowout of BP's oil well, has been raised from the deep and is now in the possession of the FBI. It will be taken to a NASA facility in Louisiana to be examined as forensic evidence to determine what caused the explosion on April 20th that killed 11 men and led to the worst oil spill in U.S. history. At a Labor Day rally on Monday in what sounded like full campaign mode, President Obama announced a plan to dedicate $50 billion to rebuild the nation's crumbling infrastructure. Today, I am announcing a new plan for rebuilding and modernizing America's roads and rails and runways for the long term. I want America to have the best infrastructure in the world. We used to have the best infrastructure in the world. We can have it again. The proposal would set up a U.S.-run infrastructure bank to develop projects to rebuild and expand roads, railways, and runways over the next six years to boost the economy by creating demand, which should create jobs. The White House said it would pay for this program by asking Congress to close tax loopholes for oil and gas companies. Oh, that'll fly. Oil and gas industry lobbyists have already said they will launch a counter campaign. Well, that's uh, some surprise. Is there any chance that this proposal has more of a chance to move forward than climate change legislation? which was just completely derailed by the Republicans. It would seem unlikely that Republicans would want to hand Obama a legislative victory right before the November elections. Yeah, but good talk right before the November elections, wasn't it? 
Can a climate change skeptic change his spots? Well, one of the world's most prominent climate change skeptics, Bjorn Lomborg, the author of the book The Skeptical Environmentalist, has reversed course and now says climate change should be a top priority of governments. Previously, Lomborg had mocked the science behind climate change, saying money spent on humanitarian efforts like fighting global poverty should be a higher priority. But he now calls for spending billions on developing clean energy, even going so far as to call for a carbon tax. Good for him for uh, fessing up to being um, kind of wrong in the first place. That's one down, uh, about 20 billion wingnuts to go. The congressional midterm elections are fast approaching in November, and Proposition 23 on the November ballot in California seeks to suspend California's landmark global warming law to reduce emissions until after California's unemployment rate drops below 5.5% for a whole year. That would be effectively <laughs> killing it since that threshold's only occurred about three times in the last 30 years. Yeah, right. It, it, it's very rarely below 5.5 for four quarters in a row, and I suspect the uh, industry operatives who are setting this up know that damn well. Prop 23 campaign is funded with millions from two Texas oil refinery corporations. What? They have, you don't say. Yeah, they have refineries in California and want emissions laws to stay just the way they are. Economists and big technology companies in Silicon Valley say Prop 23 would gut California's booming clean energy industry and actually kill job growth. Prop 23 has attracted millions in funding from other out-of-state oil interests, too. Notably, the billionaire Koch brothers, that's K-O-C-H, Koch, who own another oil company that's donated a million dollars to the campaign. That original law, which Prop 23 is designed to kill, by the way, was signed into law by that other commie pinko leftist, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Republican governor of California. Our own Ernie Canning, who kept an eye on the Brad blog while we were gone, has much more to say about the Orwellian Prop 23. Check that out at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. Back from vacation, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Back in the U.S. Back in the U.S.S.